0: plushcare.com slash weight loss
1: you're listening to confessions of a new grad chapter one graduation you have brains in your head you have feet in your shoes you can steer yourself any direction you choose the Dr. Seuss quote flashed across the large, golden auditorium as graduate after graduate stepped up on stage to receive their diplomas. What if you don't know which direction to choose, though, I asked my best friend, Gemma, as the monitor replaced Dr. Seuss's quote with another inspirational saying. Gemma's one letter ahead of me in the alphabet, so we had the luxury of standing in line together. "'No idea,' Gemma sighed as Austin Larson posed up on stage with his diploma, his frat bros cheering and whistling. "'Brooklyn Winters!' An annoyed, administrative-looking woman tapped me on the shoulder. "'Yes,' I said. "'We're so sorry,' she said, not looking sorry at all. "'But there seems to have been a bit of a glitch.' What? I asked, giving Gemma a quizzical look. There's been a glitch, the woman muttered, looking nervously around to make sure that no one in the crowd of applauding friends and family members had heard her. What does that mean? I demanded. Well, don't worry, it looks like you still have all the requirements to graduate. I know I do. I double-checked like a million times, and you guys made me take another second language course this year because you changed the requirements halfway through my degree. Yes, well, anyway, it looks like you have all the requirements, but something went wrong when you submitted your graduation application online. What went wrong? It was just a small glitch on our end, it's not a big deal. It just means that you won't be on the list of graduates in the graduation ceremony program, but the good news is that we think we may have caught the glitch in time to add you to the official photo and list of graduates for this year. I can't 100% guarantee it, but it should be all right. So, you're telling me that when I tell future employers that I went to UBC and they fact-check me, I might not be on record? Oh, well. I wouldn't worry about that. No one actually calls the university to check if you really attended, the woman said dismissively. Employers uh, usually take your word for it. Huh, Gemma said. Kind of makes you wonder why we spent all this time and money here then. The woman Ignored her and handed me a piece of standard printing paper as the crowd cheered, in a somewhat lackluster fashion, for Lauren Orwell. People always lose steam as it gets toward the end of the alphabet. What's this? I asked the woman. "'Well, we weren't able to print out your diploma,' she said. "'So I need you to write your full name and degree on here "'so that the head of faculty knows what to announce to the audience.' "'I don't get a diploma?' I asked. "'Keep your voice down,' the woman hissed. "'And yes, of course, you'll get a diploma. "'This is just for the ceremony. Now, please!' Write down your info. I have a lot to do today. Sorry to inconvenience you, I said, taking her pen and trying to write out my information against my hand. The paper ripped. The woman exasperatedly gave me another piece and her clipboard. I wrote my name, Bachelor of Arts in English Literature, and Bachelor of Education on the paper. Thank you, the woman said. Now, after you shake hands with the head of faculty, he will give you two diplomas. They'll be empty inside, of course, but you can still hold up the outside of them for your photo. The university will mail you your real diplomas in a few weeks. Now, go enjoy your graduation day and don't worry about your diploma. It's only a piece of paper anyway. She shuffled off down the line. Presumably, to tell another student that they had been affected by the glitch. You'd think that she, of all people, wouldn't go around informing us that we'd just wasted years of our lives on a pointless paper chase, Gemma said, thoughtfully, taking a huge swig from a coffee mug that she was holding. You'd think, I said, readjusting my cap. Cheer up. She said, passing me her coffee mug. We did it. I smiled and then gagged as I took a sip of her coffee. What is this? Whiskey, she admitted. Dude, it's 11 a.m. and since when do you drink whiskey? Since I'm graduating with a visual arts degree and have no idea what the fuck I'm going to do with my life, she lamented. Fair, I said, taking a large swig and grimacing. We are so screwed, Gemma said. We laughed at the irresponsibility of our past selves, at our situation, at the fact that this hard-earned moment was not remotely as sweet or climactic as we had thought it would be. I wondered what was wrong with me as I watched student after student get their diploma and shake hands with the dean. I should be proud that I was graduating from university and grateful that I had parents who had been supportive and financially stable enough to help me pay for it. I should be relieved that I had decided to go back for an extra year and get a teaching degree so that I would actually be employable after graduation. So why had the speech that the valedictorian had made about this being an exciting new beginning fallen so flat? Was it because I knew that all the friends and fun I'd had over the past five years were about to disintegrate into early mornings and late nights at a stressful job I was going to hate, if I was one of the lucky ones to even get a job? Gemma Wilding, the head of faculty called, and Gemma walked up the short flight of steps onto the stage. She had wisely chosen to wear flats and showed no signs of the wobbliness that I did. Her thick brown mane of tight ringlets was pulled effortlessly back from her face. She looked beautiful until she stepped into the middle of the stage for her photo, crumpled her face into her neck to create several double chins, and stuck out her tongue. A loud, ha, sounded from the crowd. I looked out to see my two brothers and Gemma's one laughing appreciatively. Gemma's mother had her face in her hands in dismay, and her father was trying to fix a problem with his camera. My parents were seated in the row behind them. My dad was the definition of prepared with a long-lensed professional camera. He gave Gemma's father a thumbs up to reassure him that he'd gotten a shot of Gemma and would send it to him. My mom was seated next to my dad, crying tears of joy into her shawl. She looked very pretty and waved at me, mouthing, I love you, as Gemma shook hands with the dean. I smiled back at her, holding back a sudden desire to cry. I knew this day wasn't easy for her. My dad and her had broken up a year ago, and this was the first time they'd seen each other since then. It was weird seeing them seated next to my brothers now, like the family they no longer were. A bored-looking woman pushed me along the line, and I handed the piece of paper with my name and degree on it to the head of faculty. He was dressed in what I can only describe as wizarding robes and beamed at me. Broke, I mean, Brooklyn Winters, he said, giving me an apologetic look. I smiled at him. I wasn't offended that he had mixed up my first name with my new financial status. It wasn't his fault that UBC had over 50,000 students, and he had no idea who I was. He handed me the two empty diplomas that I had spent five years chasing, and I walked across the stage, trying to make the smile on my face look and feel genuine as I stepped out onto the blinding spotlight knowing I had less than three seconds to look good for the picture my dad was taking from the crowd. The dean shook my hand, and we made eye contact for the first and last time in my university career. Then I followed Gemma down the aisle and out of the auditorium. I had made it. I was finally done. This was what all those sleepless nights and pointless papers were for. This was supposed to be that moment where everything fell together, so why did my diploma cases, which to all intents and purposes looked the same as the one that held Gemma's with their embossed blue and gold UBC seal, feel so flimsy in my slightly sweaty hands? Pushing those thoughts aside, I stepped outside with Gemma into the sunny Rose Garden. Because my teaching degree had been 12 months, and Gemma had needed to take an extra online course to graduate, it was the end of summer, and the Rose Garden was in full bloom. It was perched on the edge of campus, overlooking the sapphire blue Pacific Ocean and fir-tree-clad North Shore Mountains. It was a gorgeous place, and I had run down the winding road, past the Rose Garden, and down to Spanish Banks Beach below countless times in my five years here. The music inside the Chan Center stopped as the ceremony ended, and friends and family members made their way outside to congratulate the graduates in the garden and take photos. A tanned, stocky guy with windswept black hair rushed over and smothered me in a hug. This was my boyfriend, Tyler, and I should have been happy to see him.
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. And Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash/host.
1: I'm glad I found you. I couldn't get a seat with your family, so I had to stand at the back. He handed me a pale pink bouquet of flowers and a card. Thanks, Ty, I said. What do you think of the card? he asked eagerly. It looked like one of those grotesquely exaggerated portraits tourists can pay for on the streets of some city or other, except that it wasn't as good. It depicted a blonde girl wearing a graduation cap and a rather stale smile. I assumed the girl was supposed to be me and couldn't help feeling a little offended by the beakiness of her nose. Her eyes were a dull, blackish-gray, which made me wonder if Tyler had ever even noticed that mine were actually green, and her hair was a shocking platinum blonde. My real hair is more of a copper and cherry blend of auburn. The summer had left me with a few bright streaks of gold, but nothing close to the highlighter yellow color that Tyler had used. Maybe his version was aspirational. Good, isn't it? Tyler boasted, waving the picture in my dad's face as my family came over to join us. Can you believe I've never had any formal art training? Shocking, my dad muttered, sarcastically, his eyes narrowing at the sight of the girl's double D's, which were the focal point of the picture. In fairness to Tyler, this was probably the most accurate part of his drawing, but it was a little disconcerting that this was the only part of me he'd bothered to get right. Let's get a picture, Tyler cried, oblivious to the death stares my brothers were now giving him and pulling me toward a picturesque spot in front of some blushing rose bushes. My dad hurriedly snapped a photo or two and then asked Tyler if he could take some of just the family. Tyler obliged, and I stood in between my dad on one side and my brothers and mum on the other. I tried to ignore the way my mum kept looking at my dad and the way he kept pretending not to see her doing it. "'Let's go get cake, Brooklyn!' Gemma called, rushing over after taking pictures with her own family. I eagerly agreed, and we made our way over to the table in the center of the rose garden that held the refreshments. But all that we found when we got there were several delicious-looking crumbs and some icing. Should have come earlier, a random middle-aged guy with a mouthful of cake said. He had a plate two enormous pieces on it. Isn't there any more? Gemma asked, looking crestfallen. Nope, they said I got the last two pieces, the man laughed triumphantly. Who are you? I asked. Oh, um, my niece, once removed, is graduating today, he said, gesturing vaguely at a large group of people surrounding a brunette girl posing for photos. Any chance you want to give us those two pieces you have there? Gemma asked. Ha! No way! It's way too good. But, Gemma began, First come, first serve! The man shouted over her and disappeared into the crowd. How pathetic would it be if I licked the plate? Gemma whispered. I opened my mouth to answer, but was interrupted by a hand wrapping around my waist. I recoiled, thinking it would be Tyler, but as I turned, I came face to face with a tall, tanned, Greek godlike guy. Oh, hey Apollo. Gemma hastily wiped the finger full of icing she had been about to put in her mouth onto the tablecloth. Hey, he smiled. Congratulations." Thanks, I said. What are you doing here? I thought you graduated, like, two years ago? The Faculty of Engineering is doing a panel for some of the new engineers about career options and they asked me to come speak, he explained. Then I saw you and thought I'd come say hey. Oh, well, hi, I said wondering how it was possible for someone's eyes to look like literal liquid gold. Hi, he smiled. We looked at each other for a long moment. Brooklyn! Tyler was calling from a little ways through the crowd. Your grandma's here and she wants a photo. Okay, I called back, feeling jumpy. Well, um, bye, I said to Apollo. I'll text you later, he said. Have fun. I chose to ignore the knowing smirk that passed over Gemma's face as we made our way back to our families. My other two best friends, Brie and Lana, were there now. They hadn't been able to attend the ceremony because each graduate only got three tickets, but they had brought flowers and congratulations all the same. I posed for yet more photos, trying to soak in this moment of accomplishment and not ask myself the burning question that was corroding my insides. What next? I could worry about that tomorrow. For now, it didn't matter that I had no job. It didn't matter that My lease would be up in less than a month, and I had no plans, or financial means, of finding a new place to live. It didn't matter that my boyfriend's hand on my waist was inexplicably pissing me off. All that mattered was this moment. Everything else would figure itself out. Wouldn't it? listening to confessions of a new grad if you want to find out what happens next go ahead and click on the following episode one through seven are out now confessions of a new grad is written narrated and produced by me greta craig our story editor is rebecca montgomery and she created all of the amazing artwork for the project as well you can follow the show on instagram at new grad podcast Special thanks to all the amazing musicians who allowed us to use their songs in this production. You can find the soundtrack in our show notes.